I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Casey Clark on the line, and he's the CEO over at Cultivate Advisors. Casey, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. So I'm excited to get more into Cultivate Advisors and how you're helping your clients, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Sure, yeah. Well, I think I always knew I wanted to be the entrepreneur. I, uh, my grandfather was a, owned a small vacuum store. Uh, which, you know, he gave me the best Christmas gifts growing up. Uh, I think I remember putting two and two together and go, maybe I want to, you know, take care of my own destiny and have my own autonomy. So I uh, started out in a franchise, actually, uh, ran my own franchise while I was still in college. So kind of jumped the uh, the gun in terms of getting that experience. Mm-hmm. From there, actually catapult me into uh, working and actually training and developing franchisees. So I got to help start and train over 100 plus franchise owners. So at that point, I really had the juices flowing of entrepreneurship and then bought into that organization, became a partner, and eventually left and then started Cultivate. So it's been about a 15-year journey so far of entrepreneurship. Man, I love that story, and I always tell people this, and if you've listened to the show for a long time, you've heard me say this before. Um, I always regret that I never got into that franchise space in terms of just learning, like when I was growing up and as I was starting business, because it's so beneficial to kind of know other business models, even if that's not where you stay permanently, but other business models, how they function, how they grew, to give you, you know, a vantage point that I think is unique when you're looking at many different businesses um, and how they were successful and how they they were able to scale. Um, so that being said, Casey, there's a lot of, you know, some younger entrepreneurs listening that are just getting started. Maybe they're a year or two out of school, or maybe they're on their second venture sure. and the first one didn't go so well. Um, what kind yeah. of advice would you give to them? Um, just having the vantage point of, you know, number one, hindsight being 2020. Number two, you've just seen a lot of companies. Yeah, I mean, high level, the first thing is don't be afraid to make other somebody else more money than you. That'd be my advice, right? Your first time out, you're, when you start, when you want to get that first successful venture going, you have to understand it's all about teaching and uh, developing yourself to understand how to operate as an entrepreneur to really be uh, at a place where you can jump quickly into other businesses, grow and scale, and achieve the dreams or goals that you might be shooting for. So I think at a high level, it's that mindset to be able to say, I, I'm conscious that I may have to make an investor or, a, my, in my case, a franchisor, right, a parent company. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to have to potentially make somebody else more money. You may even be just going to work at a job in that industry so you can become the best and learn it as quick as possible. That would be my first tip. My second tip, don't be afraid to double dip. We see so many business owners feel like they have to improve this one mission, and early on it's actually the best time to experiment. Dab on a couple things, and once something starts to catch and you find it scalable, then go all in on it um, versus trying to go all in on one thing and not knowing if that's going to exist in the market. Those are the two things that I would tell young entrepreneurs that are looking to get going into business. 
Oh man, I love that advice. And on that first, on that first one you gave, I always tell people, I'm like, you know, there's an, uh, and I, I just word it slightly different, and I agree with you completely. You're learning on somebody else's dime. There's no way that you came out of college and you're completely prepared for everything. I'm like, I'm many years out of college, no. and I'm not claiming I'm prepared for anything now. So why not learn on somebody else's dime that's already managed to scale and build something successful? So obviously you're going to make somebody else more money than you in the first place because they are in the right for that. So I love your advice on that. Um, 100%. Um, Casey, let's switch it up a bit. I want to get more into what you're doing over at Cultivate Advisors. So first, uh, tell me a little bit more about the business, please. Yeah, so we help support small business owners. So we work with businesses between, call it, 200,000 and 10 million in size. These are owners of businesses, mostly bootstrapped, some product, but mostly service-based, that are looking to grow and scale their company. And we help them navigate these five stages of entrepreneurship that we've identified all business owners go through. So we have one-on-one advisors. We select the advisors to work with the businesses based on experience and backgrounds. And we come in and work with them anywhere from five to 10 hours a month. And we help them do one thing, grow their business. And a part of that, they join this big community where we have annual conferences and quarterly events and all those great things and all those perks. But the core service of what we offer is we help these business owners figure out how to just get unbelievable growth within the business. What do you find, and I know this is going to change, of course, from business to business, product to product, model to model, but I do know, you know, you work, when you work with enough people, themes tend to arise. Mm. So what are some of the oh, yeah. common themes of mistakes that you find, um, you know, business owners or businesses are making prior to kind of going into your ecosystem of help? Totally. Well, if you don't, if you don't mind, I'll actually just walk you through what's the biggest hurdle we see people get faced with in each stage of the business. And I think, I think that'll really, you know, set this out for folks. If you're in that hustler stage, that's our first stage. That means you're a solopreneur. And the biggest thing that we see people get stuck on as the, as a solopreneur is that they don't realize that all of their time has to be spent on revenue generated items. That's it. They want to do all the fun stuff, all the things that they think are sexy in the business, and they haven't earned it yet. You don't have resources because you need revenue for resources. So that's the first stage. The second stage is the experimenter. This is now maybe you've hired your, you know, just a couple few companies. This is where we find the experimenter phase. They don't go out and experiment, you know, hence the name, and figure out what is the right niche that they should be operating with. What is the right niche that they can go scale that widget? And the only way to get there is you got to try a bunch of things, and it's always different than what you usually thought it was when you first started the business. Third stage is our visionary stage. That's where somebody now is uh, starting to bring on a lot more employees, and they've identified the end destination, and that's actually the biggest hurdle. People don't know what the exit is. They don't know why or where they're headed, so they can't get enough people to follow them, and that can include vendors and investors and clients, et cetera. Our fourth stage is the systemizer. This is now when you're starting to build out that leadership team for the first time. And when you're in that stage, the hardest thing that we see people struggle with is they can't give up control. They don't realize that they're still managing the business, but they've just taken on a bunch more overhead with their leadership team. That's a a common problem we see. And then fifth and finally is the influencer. This is now when you have the established leadership team, and it's your job to influence and lead through that team. And again, what we find is they stay internal too long, and they don't move external and focus on how to get external growth, either through mergers, acquisitions, or, you know, continuing to work towards that exit strategy versus getting involved in internal and distracting the team. So those are kind of more specific to where people might be at, depending on what stage of the business they're in. 
That's awesome. And uh, tell, let's talk a little bit more about the conferences and things that you do there. So what what kind of uh, – so if somebody's driving in their car right now, they're at their office, and they're like, oh, Casey obviously knows what he's talking about. He's been doing this for a long time, but also they're liking what you're saying. Um, what can they expect? I mean, why, why should they go to an event? Like, give me some more, please. Yeah, well, all of our events are actually only for our clients of one-on-one -on -one advising. So that makes mm -hmm. us really unique. Um, so they have an advisor, like I said, that are working for five to ten hours, but then they get a part of this community. So we just did our conference, our annual conference, actually, uh, two weeks ago. And so we had about 350-plus business owners in a room, and we had a two-day conference where we brought in unbelievable speakers, but it was get into the weeds and work on the business, but not just to hear from facilitators or trainers that we bring in or that our team is able to provide, but it's also about getting that referral connection with all the other business owners, right, and getting best practices. It's being an entrepreneur can be lonely at times. And we've we've identified that if you get the one-on-one -on -one advisor to help you grow and scale, then you have the community from our Facebook group, from our you know quarterly meetups, and then you have this annual conference. It allows you to get that interaction with other entrepreneurs. And you kind of get the best of both worlds, which is why we structure it that way. What does a typical engagement look like? So um, from you know uh, our advisor-client relationship, just to give an idea to the listeners. Totally. Well, our business has been around for about four years, okay? So we're a new, we're a new fast-growing company. And really what we found is that most of our clients come in, they work with us for about six months at a guaranteed, and then we put them on month-to-month -month after that. We do that to make sure that we're always adding value. Despite that being our model, the majority of our clients stay with us much longer. We even have quite a few clients that have still been with us for all four years. So we really structure ourselves to become your business partner, and we just ask that we get six months to work with you to show you that's possible. Again, we're meeting, you know, structure-wise, we're meeting anywhere from two to three hours every two weeks is kind of the function of how our advisors work. Mm -hmm. That gives us enough time to give you enough things to do to move the business forward, but allows you to still run the business, right, before you come back and we keep working and growing and developing the company. That's awesome. Uh, so, Casey, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Cultivate Advisors or to connect, what's the best way for them to reach out? Best way to reach out is CultivateAdvisors.com. Uh, and to give one quick task, there we have a quiz online that allows you to identify what stage of the business are you in. And it'll help you identify some pain points and some things you might be struggling with. By going through that, that'll let us know that, hey, you have some interest in learning more. We'll then reach out and we'll actually work through another uh, assessment to figure out who is the right advisor for you. We have a team of 45 people across the U.S. and Canada. There's a good chance we've got somebody that has your industry background and has the understanding of the skills or the hats that you might be struggling with currently in the business that's going to get that lift to that growth. So check us out at CultivateAdvisors.com. That's the best place. Fantastic. Um, well, Casey, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background Thank you. and, and, and also um, the great work you're doing over at Cultivate Advisors to help our business owners. Um, and to the audience, as always, really appreciate you tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, uh, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Casey, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.